2: Right now, 855-65-CRASH. That's 855-65-CRASH, or you simply go to the website, getdatedgetpaid.com. All right, 3 o'clock, we're going right to the people. I've reset it for you. I'm sounding the alarm. I'm going to be proactive, not reactive. I'm very scared about the playoff game. And I'm scared, because, and it's all football. They got nothing to do with your past. Let's get to it. I'll reset the reasons later. I'm just going to Dave ninety-seven-one. Dave, what's going on, buddy?
3: How you doing? Good. Yeah, you're you're like ninety-nine percent right on the on the fear there, except for you know you're you're saying Stafford's elite quarterback, and that guy's never been an elite quarterback.
2: All right. So is he very good? Is he good enough indoors to come in here and beat you?
3: He's an above-average quarterback, but if you give him happy feet back there, he's known to throw picks.
2: And there's your problem. A- I, I don't trust That's your pass a- rush. Don't right, I don't trust well, your I mean, pass rush.
3: Yeah, it's hit and miss on the pass rush. You're 100%. You have no interior defensive linemen. You have nobody to help push through the center. you got the edge rushers, but you can't get any push in the middle. So, any mobile quarterback's been escaping right up the pocket.
2: Are you concerned about the game at all, or was your only thing that you were upset that I said Stafford's elite? All right, he's not elite. But, like, what are you no, concerned or no? Oh, so yeah. Well, yeah,
3: most definitely. It kind of reminds me of when we played the Chargers.
2: Like a shootout kind of game, right? Like a 31-28 back and forth. Yeah, I'm not comfortable. Yeah,
3: you're going to you're gonna have to hope for you know a turnover late in the game or something like that to be able to seal it.
2: I, Dave, I'm with you. And again, I am scarred by watching Nick Mullins rip you apart in the later stages. Um, I'm scarred by watching Cam Sutton just get destroyed last week. And I know there was a coverage bust on one of those, a miscommunication. But Nakua and Cooper Cup, I mean, that is as good of a 1-2 as there is in football. Might be the best. And you're going to go into this game. What do you look like without Sam Laporta?
4: Not the same team. No, I don't I, think they are either. I'm going back to the to the defense and those receivers, Mike. I mean, Nick Mullins. Uh, thank God he throws a bunch of picks because he's carved you up in two of the last three weeks. Okay, that's not Mahomes. That's not an elite quarterback. So if you want to sit here and parse over whether Stafford, not you, but if called well, Stafford's not elite. What is Nick Mullins? Because he's had his way for two games recently against this defense. If he can do that, I think Stafford can do it as well with two really good receivers. Look, and the other thing here, recency
2: bias. I know it's only one game, yada, yada, yada. I give you Matthew Stafford three weeks ago against the Ravens, and he lit them on fire in Baltimore. I, I You want to make fun of me? You want to say, well, he wasn't great against the Giants? We can do that too. I'm just making a point. This is a guy who went on the road against a Super Bowl caliber team and cut him apart. Pretty sure he had three TDs that day, no picks. I'm just I'm concerned, guys. Let's go over to Andrew 971. Andrew, what's going on, brother? How are you?
5: Hey guys, how are we doing, man? Good, pal. Big week here. Big week. And yeah. I can I see what you guys are saying, and I understand it. But let me throw a football. We're talking about football reasons. The Rams, and I know yesterday you guys said, let's not talk about other teams' defenses because yours is a leaking sieve. Run game, Tyron Williams has been elite. He's awesome. Do you know every game that he is not elite, they lose? Under 100 yards, the Rams lose. What are you good at? Stopping the run. Not only good at it, you're elite at it. That's where the game is going to be won. I know it's cliche and it's boring. No, no,
2: no. But that doesn't mean it's wrong. Not at all. No, I... I'm
5: on. Is that they can stop the run. And when you stop, when Stafford and the Rams have run stopping them, what does Stafford do?
2: And the question like, is going to be, you know, what are you going to do to dedicate to stopping the run? And how McVay approaches it, look, I could I could see something here where you're gonna see some real hard aggressive play action on first down, a lot like what you do to teams with Ben Johnson. Mm-hmm. And I just fe- I just fear it. Uh but you're right. No, I I Andrew, I don't expect twenty five carries for one hundred and fifty yards from Kyron Williams. Can he get four yards a carry and be a pacemaker?
5: Yes, absolutely. I belie- I, I that's that's what I, I hang my hat on is if the <inaudible> wrong Forced our not our corners, but our safeties for the last five weeks have been ball hawks. They've been giving up a bunch of yards, but they're still getting the ball, and that's what wins. I mean, look at us turnover battle. When we win the turnover battle, it's an odd it's a win. It, it's, it's, I, I'm just going off football reasons. You win the turnover battle, mm-hmm. you stop the run. It's cliche, it's boring. But that's what they had on. And I'll be excited to hear you guys uh, on yeah. Tuesday next
2: week. Yeah, Andrew, believe me, I, I want them to win so bad. I don't want to come in and oh. do that show, man. You know that. I no,
5: don't. I I don't want to hear it. But, hey, and Mike, you guys have the right – like, I get it. Like, I'm 100% confident. I, I can't – it's a playoff football game. And an elite play caller and an elite offense that you're playing, you could end up losing the game. Now, if they
2: go out there and get housed, that's, diff- that's an issue. I agree that's with different. you. And, look, I, I do think – You have to. I know a lot of people like to make fun of Sean McVay, but like, he's an elite coach. This was supposed to be a bad team this year. They're in the playoffs. Think about that. Yeah. And by the way, the last time Kyron Williams had a football game where he didn't average at least four yards a carry, September 25th. That doesn't mean you can't be the one to stop him. Yeah.
4: But. No, I, I think that he's going to come in here and he's going to play the role similar to what Montgomery plays for this team. Pacemaker. Yep. And once I get you thinking run, that's when I hit you with the play action or if the safeties are sucked in too far, I'm just going to go right over the top and go to Cooper Cup, who's wide open. Always. That's <laughs> Somehow i got to put that in the prop bet. How many wide open catches will he get? How many texts from TJ will,
2: will, will I get during the game <laughs> saying Cooper effing Cup? TJ, did you just trip him on the sideline? <laughs> what was the... Hold on. What's the famous game? Was that LSU Ole Miss where the head coach tripped? Was it Billy Cannon? It's on video. He's running for a touchdown down the sideline, and the coach, it might have been LSU's head coach, just literally puts his leg out and
4: trips I, him. I, I vaguely remember that, but you are the walking sports. Dude it's, I,
2: it, dude, it's grainy and it's like black and white, but you just see like Kenny after the bar, stick his leg out and just trip. The LSU
4: him. coach tripped him.
2: I think it was LSU or Ole Miss and not like no one was going to see it in a stadium of 80,000 people. He gave him the pink Panther. He put the hook out there and just went,
4: whoop. Trips player. Wait, let's see.
2: Uh, the, the, I'll take another.
4: Okay. And Here, you can do whatever you want right,
2: do. It. Let's go to Jeremy. 97. One. Jeremy, how are you? Y'all doing all right. What's going on, brother? How are you? And Jer, and Jeremy, and I'm pretty sure his phone did something to him. I'm not hanging up. We'll put him on hold. We'll keep it moving and go to Bob. 971. Bobby, how are you?
6: Hey, g- hey guys, I'm well. Um, you're not going to like what right? <laughs> me personally, and I feel this way. If Dan Gamble loses the game, and it's You know, we can understand it, but if he becomes Dan Zaster and blows this playoff game and they lose, I'm going Vrabel. I'm getting rid of the guy. He's going to be the stepping stone coach. I always thought he will be, just like you hired Larry Brown, won a championship, Jim Lee, and went to World Series. Uh, You know, Bowman, Stanley. This guy's a stepping stone coach. I want Vrabel. I'll give him 15 a year for five years. If this guy loses this home game, it, it, it's ten times worse than Thanksgiving where he was Dan disaster. If he loses this game, I don't want him around anymore because we're going to hear the same thing next year when the when the schedule gets worse. Oh, he was Dan Campbell. No, he's Dan Zaster half the time. Well, I know I'm wrong. You're going to yell at no, me. I'm call not.
2: Stupid. No, I'm stupid. No, none of the above. Bob, I do not have loyalty to coaches the way a lot of sycophants do. I think you you have every right if you don't appreciate his aggression and you want a more measured approach and that if he makes a disastrous call or 12 in the game, do you think I'm angry if you're like, yeah, guys, we're not going to win a Super Bowl this way, Bob, I'm not mad at it at all. I'm with you in that. I need him to be more tactical. I don't know if I'm ever going to get that, but I, you know, Bob, I did a, we did a show here together at Rico. What was it? It was mid last week. And it was all in or all out. It right. was following the Dallas game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. And right. I said I'm all out because did. I will never subscribe to his inconsistent use of analytics.
4: Right, because I said Thank I was you. all in because it got you to this point.
2: Now, do I think he's a good coach? Yeah. Yes,
6: I do. Hey, hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Before I, I sure. let you go, great great Sunday with you and Boomer. You guys killed it on the, on the picks. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you, guys, you guys were like 17 out of twenty. All, uh, that's it. it. Good, Just seventeen out of twenty. Ba- hey,
2: Bob, every week's a new week. We'll we'll, we'll see if we can do it what again. That, but
6: here's one more thing. One more thing. Yeah. Give me Rabel. Oh, okay. All Give right. me
2: Rabel. Bob, can we save the coaching? Hey, cares? Bob. Who do you want? <laughs> Bob. I'm pre- I want Rabel. Bob wants Rabel. <laughs> Bob's taking a chair to the air. Oh. Look, I don't want. I don't want to do a show talking about a new coach. I don't think there's any
4: scenario it would happen. But Bob has a right to say it. I'm not mad about it. Oh, by the way, it was a. It happened in the pros. It was a New York Jets assistant coach go college was tripped by Miami Dolphin play. Yeah, well,
7: Mike Tomlin also
2: tripped the no, no, hold Raven. On. Hold on, hold on. I'm being serious. Now, now we're going down the rabbit hole here. We're still we're going to hammer I'm l- the. Coast. I'm looking. I, yeah, I think it was a Thanksgiving Day game. Look up Ole Miss LSU like 1960. I've been
7: looking it up myself. I can't find it.
2: I'll, I'll find it. All right. Now, if I asked you for something from Corinthians. You'd be like oh, that. Of course, I would I give you that. Him for a football highlight, he's got nothing.
7: Charity. That that'll work for you. First Corinthians thirteen. Charity.
2: English, please.
7: <laughs> Rico knows what I'm talking about. Doctorotomy.
2: <laughs> I'll stay away from it. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Wait. Tennessee coach
4: tries to trip an old Miss player. What year? It was 2014. Keep going back. It's a black and white clip. Wow.
2: What? No one cares. This is just you and I having fun. Okay.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
9: David,
2: on the ticket text, we get back to your calls. If you're just joining the show, this is simple. I am sounding the alarm. I have officially reached a point of grave concern about the Lions on Sunday night. I want to be wrong. I hope I am wrong. But we are having all kinds of issues here from a football standpoint. uh, I also have got to follow through on a promise I've made to Kenny for a year. I got to get him to the game. Kenny has been bumped by clients. Uh, I find it unacceptable. Uh, There is only one thick cot at this station, and Kenny should be in that luxury suite, and I'm going to get him to this game. I don't care. Good luck with that. You you know what, Rico? When I come through for Kenny Cot, what are you going to say then? (laughs) Kenny Cot will be at this game, period. Things like something's going to be on the prop bet. Will Kenny Kenny Cott will be at the game? I can't promise he's going to get a plus will one. Kenny-, Kenny will be at the game. Kenny be in the suite? I don't know yes. that I can
4: swing that. Yes, no.
2: I might be able to get him if he if I'll get him in the building and then we can do a ticket swap and I'll get him up there. Well, I don't see you lifting a finger to help the, the guy. I didn't make the promise. Yeah, exactly. There I you didn't go. make promises. Yeah, I'm very, very Christian keep. of you. There oh, you no, go. No, no. Hey, homeless guy, I didn't say
4: I'd help you. Right. Enjoy the cold. Yeah. Deuteronomy 5.12. Nobody don't make promises. knows what that means. Don't make
2: promises you can't keep. Wait a minute. Why don't I'm say I,
4: it the Lord. Why am I homeless
2: now? <laughs> I, Kenny, it was an example. You're not homeless. I'm just, right. this man tries to be so godly. Oh, well, I didn't say I'd help him. <laughs> right. The 11th commandment. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) David on ticket text.
7: Someone's saying Kenny's going to be like Fresh Prince asking Uncle Phil, why doesn't Mike love me? (laughs) I didn't need him anyway. (laughs) Another one says Mike, 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 tsk, tsk, tsk. Shame on you on your prediction. Yes, I know the odds are stacked against us, but this team is a team of destiny. They're going to win this playoff game.
2: I hope you are right.
7: Mike in the car says, without Laporta, the Lions' first-round win percentage goes from 90 to 50%. Goff always looks at number 87. Not having him is going to be brutal.
2: Think about the amount of critical third downs. And think about now, now I can roll all my coverage to Amon Ra. Mm -hmm. All of it. Sam Laporta has the unique because. ability to patrol the middle and an inline standpoint, or they split him out wide on third downs and they are able to run these slants, dig routes. They do it all, man.
4: It may help you if J-Mo is back, but we don't know the status to that. Back at, at least, practice. At least J-Mo can take the guys deep and open up the middle of the field. He's back at practice today, so that's positive.
2: Now, I'm sure he'll hurt himself on a dance move or something like Dallas. Well,
7: you know. That was something. Phil, who can't focus at work, says, absolutely nervous for this game. But we've said it all year. This team goes as the offensive line goes. With the line healthy, there's no reason to think we can't win this
2: game. No, it's fair. And look, they got a rest day last week. It sounds like they're doing the same thing this week. None of the Lions stud offensive linemen practice today. Strictly precautionary. Sounds like it is just a rest day. So no Glasgow, you had no Decker, no Sewell, no Ragnow. Um, just rest, get him right, get him in order. Let's go to the people, Kenny. I will, I will come through for you. I just can't. We'll wait. try, I can't Shut your mouth. Go to Joey ninety seven one. <laughs> Joey, what's going on?
0: Hey fellas, uh, I'm a longtime listener. My dad was a longtime listener, and uh, a big caller. This is my first time calling. Well, welcome. Um, this, uh, this game means a lot to me personally in so many different ways. Uh, this Sunday is the anniversary of my father's death, and he was a oh, diehard Stafford fan and a diehard Lions fan. He did not get to see Stafford go to the Rams, so in his mind, Stafford is always a Lion in that sense. Um, for me personally, this will be the most gutting loss, if I experience it, that I've ever had in my entire life. Um, it just be on awful. so many different levels. Be I Do you think we can win? But I am just praying that uh, praying that it's not a blowout, because it very well could be that way too.
2: I, Joey, you—you, I—I mean, obviously, you're a smart guy. You realize I don't want to be right, and your story makes me—it borders on guilt for feeling the way I feel. But I—I'm just. But No, I, I'm, I'm trying just, to shoot you straight on it, Joey. I mean. T- I, I, I can't
0: I, I, I can't you. ask I mean, you to
2: separate the emotional tie to it. It's what makes sports beautiful. I'm just saying oh, man. I will
0: not be voting for Stafford this weekend.
2: No, I, no, no, not. no. I'm saying that if you just look at the football of it, are yeah, you as nervous as good. are you nervous?
0: I, I'm I'm terrified. Yeah. And, and why are you
4: terrified?
0: Out, beginning of the season, I was laying through all the records and I said – I was with my friends, and I go, man, wouldn't that be crazy if, you know, like Stafford came in, you know, first week? Like, like, how insane would that be? And then one of my friends said, imagine if we lost that game. And I felt my soul get sucked out of me. The, is it be the, oh, sorry, it's going to be the greatest, the greatest win or the worst loss?
4: You know what, Joe, here was the yeah. funny thing is because yeah. I don't think the Rams were trying to lose, and then all of a sudden with four minutes to go in the game, McVay was like, you know what, guys? Let's just win and go to Detroit. Let's go for two. And the next thing you know, because Green Bay was coming here. Green Bay had just won the game. And I'm like, okay. Lions get the Packers. I think that's a better game for them. Mentally, I think it's a better game for Detroit fans. Nah, McVay really wanted to come here. He all of a sudden hit the switch. They went out there. Carson, uh, yeah, Wentz scores a touchdown, scores a two point conversion, boom. Now you're gonna get Stafford in the Rams, and I think a lot of the Lions fans, it's you don't want this game because it's you feel like it's gonna be the latest chapter. No, in same old Lions. No, I don't want. No, no, this no, game. not you. Oh. I said there are some Lions fans Nobody. that, as as Joey just said, here, rank them out. Ready? Have fun, just for a
2: moment play the game with me if you uh, th- there's no hater right here I'm the how can the guy who said they're going to win the division and win a home playoff game for a year how mm-hmm. can that guy be a hater people are whack you're not a hater Mike take level of quarterback offense performance wide receivers in the NFC right here right now the Niners were never on the table they were the one seat okay so of your possible opponents let's rank these out so Dallas is the two you had the option to play in the following. Philadelphia, Tampa Bay, Rams, Packers, Baker Mayfield. I would have played Jordan Bay Love, yeah. Matthew Stafford, or whatever this body double of Jalen Hurts is. Do you understand that of the four that I just listed, the best offense of that bunch is the team you're facing?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Cause in a perfect world, you would have played Tampa again and we wouldn't be worried at all. You'd be wondering at that point, can Dallas beat the Packers, and will you get a second home game? But now, the offense coming in here, the fact that your secondary is just—it's it, leaking. It's bad. I mean, receivers are getting two hundred plus yards per game in the final three weeks. Oh, and by the way, Cooper Cup's healthy, so it's not just Puka
2: Nakua. I—I I am look. I think it's acceptable for me to be very scared. If Laporte is not hurt, I'm a little bit more brazen. We'll win a shootout. Yeah, because we'll be you, all right.
4: Yeah, because you can't even leave the safety back there because you, you're going to have to respect their run game. So now you got to pick your poison. Like, what, what are you going to do? You're going to try to stop the run? That may mean your receivers are running free in the backfield. I mean, in, in the secondary. Let's go to
2: Mike ninety-seven-one. Mike, what's going on, buddy?
10: Mike. Afternoon, gentlemen. There he is. What's up, Mikey? Hey, you know I'm right there with you. Hey, I'm right there with you guys, and you know I want to start off by saying first and foremost, I bleed Honolulu blue, and you know I'm a season ticket holder. I went and saw him play the Rams a couple years ago in uh L.A. and you know this is a different situation here. I mean I have high hopes, but this is a good team we're playing, and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm going to put out some facts for you guys because this is not S.O.L. This has nothing to do about some quarterback soap opera getting revenge, right?
2: No. It's got
10: something to do with a football team in the NFL that nobody should want to play right now. I mean, they are hot. You know, I'm going to give you a couple facts. I'm not going to even name any names, all right? First off, you know, they're two years removed from being Super Bowl champs, right? They got two all-pro wide receivers. They got an all-pro running back. They got an all-pro Super Bowl winning quarterback. Say what you want about him, that's a fact. They have arguably the best defensive player in the league over the past 15 years. Some people might argue he's still one of the best in the game. Their defense isn't horrible. They're ranked like 12th in the league. They won seven out of their last eight games. Only game they lost was in Baltimore going west to east coast by less than a touchdown. It was overtime. I mean, this is a dangerous team for anybody. Yeah, exactly. Nobody wants to play them. No. I mean in the Laporta situation, yeah. I mean, that hurts us big time. I mean you couldn't you can't say it any better than what you've already broken that down as, but I mean that's a catastrophic injury if he's not on the field for our our passing game and our running game. But um you know, it just is what it is. If you want to beat the best, be the best, you got to beat the best, right? And uh, I'm going to have faith. I'm going to think that the best offensive line in football is going to open some holes and we're going to be able to pound the rock on them and uh, maybe pick off some of that uh, all-pro Super Bowl winning quarterback's uh, passes, maybe even a pick six by C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Who knows?
2: Well, and again, the thing, for, the for. thing for me, um, this is going to have to be an Aaron Glenn aggression game. Bring the me heat, yeah, like the Broncos. Go, yeah, and I'm going to have to live with the results because it may mean Stafford stands in there, takes a huge shot, but delivers a 35-yard year 35 laser beam that ends up a touchdown. Like, I don't see a way you can't almost you have to match Dan Campbell's aggressiveness defensively. You're going to have to be hyper-aggressive because if he stands mm. back there, you're dead. This secondary has shown they can't cover anybody.
4: Yeah, but I I just look at that. If you go that route, man, they hit you with some screens. Why do you think I'm so concerned, Rico? You're a hater.
2: I want to throw a
4: bottle at you. You know what? Throw it at me when you get Kenny the sweet. I listen. (laughs) Take him to church, Mike. I can't. (laughs) I don't even know where the
2: church is. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Kenny, I will make it happen. All right, I'm working on it. Not like he's doing anything. Gotti McGodderson over here doesn't want to help you. Real nice guy. Once again,
4: Eleventh Commandment: Don't make promises you can't keep. I didn't. I didn't know they would take Kenny's ticket without telling uh, me. Moses, write this down. Eleventh Commandment: Don't make promises you can't keep. All right, we good. You can go now.
2: A quick note, been a wild day in the NFL. Not only Pete Carroll out as Seattle Seahawks coach, that brings the openings to seven. Details about Mike Vrabel getting fired in Tennessee. If it was in a movie, I wouldn't believe it. This sounds like it is draft day. So the owner of the team, Amy Adams Strunk, who is the, I believe, daughter of Bud Adams, um, Mike Vrabel was fired. For not walking around in a tracksuit that said, Coach, you ready for this? A big part of the reason was how he handled his induction into the Patriots Hall of Fame. And that he, quote, didn't sufficiently quell whispers that he was going to be the next coach in New England. Let me just get this straight. You want to talk about cutting your nose off to spite your face? So you didn't do what was in the best interest of the Titans. You were upset that this man didn't handle something as innocuous as being inducted, you know, wearing a stupid red blazer. And he wasn't what? Screaming around. He didn't put postings around the building. on not the full, Patriots. You not go full
4: Jansen. Titans, yeah.
2: <laughs> I didn't say dress up as a mascot. I said just didn't. Right. I mean, you know, when you think NFL owners are somehow above it all that they're billionaires and they just have to be smarter than us. Always remember they're not. So Mike Vrabel is now a free. Now, do I think Vrabel will be in the running to be the Patriots next coach? Yeah. Guess what?
4: Whether he was the Titans coach or not. Yeah. But they said they didn't want to wait and try to do a trade. They just figured, let's just cut bait right now. Good idea. Get rid of one of the biggest assets in
2: your franchise. Not named what Jeffrey Simmons. Sorry. Just a little news update for everybody. David, take a text, if you will, while reading from the pages of Dottorobity.
7: Oh, that is something, man. What is that book called again? It's it's called Deuteronomy, but I heard someone call it different, so whatever. Everyone says things differently. Everyone should be nervous, uh, this texter says. That genius, Aaron Glenn, just gave up 400 yards through the air last week to a fourth-string QB. That is from Bob. I never would have spelled Deuteronomy this way. This is fascinating. And probably why somebody misspoke uh fellas i believe the lions will destroy the rams pressure dialed up on stafford play physical cost turnovers win by double digits someone wants to know am i being dramatic to think that the lions will need to put up north of 40 points to win
2: that's dramatic okay i mean that's that, i mean you'd be in the running for one of the highest scoring playoff games of all time getting getting a shootout into the 40s oh boy
7: uh, this is from Gov, not that Gov, but a different Gov, Lions fans. In says, the uh, Cumsier <laughs> area. Golf threw for 4,500 yards and had two running backs run over 1,000. I'm not saying Laporta wasn't awesome this year, too, but I think we have some options.
2: Who? Now, Brock Wright practiced today. Okay, but who? Do you understand it is as much of a compliment about Laporta as it is me being negative about the team? Okay, Sam Laporta was he was be- here. I don't give it. A- he was better than Travis Kelsey this year. You know why I can say that? Because
4: I watched the games. No, no. Samford is better than Travis Kelsey right here, right now. Okay. No, but Mike, let's just go back to the beginning of the season. A lot of Lions fans were very confident you were going to beat the Chiefs. Why? Travis Kelsey wasn't going to play. There you go. There you, you were, go. That's you were confident. Oh, we're going to walk into Kansas City because there's no Kelsey right.
2: right now. Do you know the only comp I can give? to Sam Laporta, and it's the highest compliment I can pay? It's George Kittle. Why? Because Kittle is every bit the blocker as he is the receiver. Just like Sam Laporta. You drafted a Gronk-type guy. Oh, yeah, everyone knows about Gronk and catching touchdowns and all that. Gronk was vicious in the run game. Sam Laporta hurts both. Mm -hmm. It's really bad.
4: And so, yeah, so to sit here and say, well, that's no big deal. You weren't feeling that way at the beginning of the season. And I think that he has elevated himself right. how many to tight Kelsey ends, level. How many
2: tight ends right now would you put unequivocally ahead of Sam Laporte in the National Football League? Right here, right now. One. So if tomorrow, let's say in the divisional round, the Niners take the field and George Kittle falls down a flight of stairs. He ain't going to play. Right. You don't think that matters? And you don't think the church is better. Well, you don't have George Kittle. Well, that's what the Rams are saying right now. I can't even name your backup tight end.
4: And I'm a nerd. Yeah. David, the backup tight end is uh, the fullback. Yeah, exactly.
2: Mr. Sprinkle. Oh, Kajuski or Juszczyk? Oh, Juszczyk. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah,
2: I like him, but he's a fullback.
4: Uh, no, that's, that's what I'm on. saying. Basically, that would be your considering. They would just receiver. move him. Yeah. Let's go to John, ninety-seven-one.
2: Johnny, what's going on, buddy? Not much, guys. How you guys doing today? Good, John. What's on your mind?
11: Um... One thing I noticed over the last, uh, I think the last three or four games, the Rams have been outscored in the second half. Now, not by much, but even your Giants did that to them. Um, So I think they're a little susceptible to if you can make uh, halftime adjustments uh, as far as this team. The biggest thing that worries me is that Stafford having the ball with uh, two – three timeouts and no more than 40 seconds left in the game and down by a score. Stafford is very, very good at making that last drive and bringing points out of that last drive. He has still done that this year. So I don't want him with the ball in his hands at the end of the game. I think that's my biggest worry about this game. Other than that, yeah, it can go either way. As you know, can, can you can you get Brett Stafford to make mistakes? Because he is still prone to throw that interception. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pressure.
2: You have to pressure him. And pressure. I just don't know if you are going to be able to do that without blitzing. And that is a concern because Rico nailed it. The minute you sell out, and the minute you decide this is how we're going to play this game today, that's not Russell Wilson on the other side. That's not a Broncos team without Cortland Sutton. This is going to be a team that with Sean McVay will have the answers to that puzzle it creates an issue. Now, if all of a sudden your base 4 is getting a ton of pressure, this game's over. But that's just not something they do. 2485399797. By the way, David, why is it always so confusing? I hit the Google to try to read about this due to Dottie D. and I, I even when they try to explain what's in the Bible, they don't make it approachable. I mean, they're not even speaking English over here, like in the description of what we're talking about. Why is it always so complex?
7: It's not. We can sit down. We can talk
2: about it. I don't have that kind of time. Wait, 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 I, I mean my hold, on, God. hold on. Let me look this up. He wants to understand it. But... Oh, Rico, I go to the Wikipedia and I mean I don't have all day for this. God almighty. Deuteronomy. Yeah, go ahead, look it up. Oh, well that well never mind. What?
7: That book has a lot of historical stuff in it. You're gonna get names that you don't pronounce.
2: Who's man. Joshua? Two four, eight. All right. Kenny, I'm working on it. He was kind of important. <laughs> Joshua was overrated. Two 4 eight. Let's go. <laughs> I don't want to lose to the Rams, Rico. I don't want to lose. I'm under
4: a lot of pressure. <laughs> we breaking down the twelve spies. Next. I gotta get Kenny to the game. <laughs>
2: All right, NFL Super Wild Card Weekend, six games, three days. Please, God, don't let the Lions lose, please.
7: So let's go through this because we are talking Lions and Rams, but I want to go through every contender. Let's talk about their weaknesses and see if you agree if they have to be worried about this, guys. So let's start with the Cleveland Browns, and their biggest flaw would be turnovers. Let me give you some stats here. They've turned the ball over 12 times across their past five games. Flacco has thrown nine interceptions. Two of those turnovers resulted in pick sixes. Would that be a concern for you?
2: Huge concern. The only thing they have to do is go on the road, play defense, punt the football. Texans are not going to be able to score much on their own. For all that we love about C.J. Stroud, the reality is they struggle to get to 20.
4: See, uh, I think... When's the Flacco Magic end? It's been a great story, but you know it's going to come crashing and burning down. You just don't know when it's going to happen. Let's move over to the
7: L.A. Rams. Let's talk about their flaw being kicking. The Rams have hit on just 80.7% of their field goals and extra points. That marks them 31st in the league. Would that be a concern going into the game?
2: Yeah, less of a concern you're indoors. But, yeah, but here's the thing. The team you're playing, they ain't got a kicker either. (laughs) right. Yeah, this looks more like the Charger game. We're just going to go for it. And What's the over-under on fourth down attempts in this game between both teams? Set at six and a half.
4: Mm. I would have probably went four and a half or five and a half. Okay, but but we all agree this game is going to be played on fourth down, isn't it? Yeah, you're not taking the under. Oh, yeah. Anything fourth and three, just go for it because you know he's that nut job. He's going to do the same thing. Next uh,
7: on the list would be the Philadelphia Eagles. Their biggest flaw would be the pass defense. Offense,
4: defense. Pass special defense. teams.
7: <laughs> Everything. Coach.
4: Bodyguard.
7: So the Eagles have allowed 34 touchdowns, uh, which is only one short of the rival, which is the commanders. They've allowed 34 touchdown passes. Wow. Dear God. So that would be definitely a concern,
4: right? Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, See, I, uh, for the Eagles... I think it's they just forgot how to score it's the other way they, they they don't score anymore and now you know if A.J. Brown can't play that's I have no idea what I'm looking at Look, when I watch this team like that team was in the Super Bowl yeah
2: they're broken and I've been saying it now for two months Jalen Hurts knee is a thing too he only looks like he's about 80% running the ball tops and he doesn't want to stay in the pocket he doesn't want to get hit He's not delivering the ball on time. There's no rhythm. You lost both coordinators. It can't be overstated. And defensively, forget about it. Just absolutely forget about it. A complete train wreck, and routinely they are on the field for 38, 39, 40 minutes a game. It's unbelievable.
7: So the next on the list would be your Detroit Lions, and their weakness would be beating pressure. So of course, the average passer QBR drops more than 42 points, but golf. Melts down his eight point eight QBR under pressure is twenty six in the league. Would that be a concern yes. for this game?
2: hundred percent. He's top five when you don't blitz him, he's bottom five when you do. It's just a question of who's gonna be able to make it happen. Who's gonna be able to get to the quarterback in this game? Or at least pressure. Because again, this is not
4: like you got the fearsome force him over there. See, I would go secondary. I think that's because you're you're watching every week. They're getting torched. Yeah, they're getting interceptions because, you know, all of a sudden you got Kirby Joseph just playing center field because you're hoping to read a bad quarterback's eyes. But now the level of quarterback play takes a step up each week, and you're not going to just be able to sit back there and play center field. You can't allow receivers to have over 200 yards a game. David, the last time I've heard, that's frowned upon in the NFL. Uh, By the way, fun note. Lions and Rams both finish the season with 41 sacks.
2: Spider-Man meme. They are looking
7: at each other, definitely, for sure.
4: <laughs> but does Aaron Donald do the stanky leg? Uh, Next uh, team uh, okay.
7: <laughs> would be the Miami Dolphins. Uh, their biggest flaw would be red zone defense. So the Dolphins have allowed 67.3% of their trips inside the 20 to result in touchdowns. That is the fourth Worst mark in
2: the NFL, would that be a concern? Yeah, 100%. I'm also concerned about Mike McDaniel's calves and capri pants and zero-degree weather. Um, Look, their injuries are brutal. I mean, losing Jalen Phillips, losing Bradley Chubb, you don't have your pass rushers. That's the only way you stop teams in the red zone. Yeah, man, there's no argument there. I worry offensively. That's a finesse team. Jalen Waddles made a paper mache. The running back core is beat up. O-line is beat up. I, the whole thing, man, it's falling
4: apart. Yeah, I think they peaked way too soon. Early In the middle of the season, they looked unbeatable. But now, the weather, the fact that if you won the game last week, you would have been playing in Miami, you couldn't get it done. Uh, yeah, I agree with Mike. I think that they've just run out of steam.
7: Yeah, to your point on that, Mike, since they've had injuries in the past five games, they've had t- allowed 22 trips in the 20. Fifteen of them have been touchdowns. So that will go to the injuries they've had on defense. There, the next on the list will be the Kansas City Chiefs, and it would be simply catching passes.
4: <laughs> so Andy Reid's
7: wideouts are dropping 7.5 percent of passes thrown in their direction. That's the worst mark in the NFL. But let me in some time.
2: Let's be even more specific. Separation is their issue. No one gets open on that team. Travis Kelsey looks like he's playing in a coffin. Their wide receivers absolutely suck if you're not named Rashi Rice, and he only catches things at the line of scrimmage or in the red zone. No one's open. Then you throw it, and of course they're not making these catches. Uh, it's the whole thing is
4: busted. They have no team speed. Mm-mm. And they also have Kadarius Tony. so... You have never been more right about any player in the NFL as you were with Kadarius Tony. I thought you were just being overly—I know—critical of that man. He's garbage, and I don't like to say that about too many people. He is truly garbage. He brings <laughs> nothing to the table.
7: Next team—he has
4: hamburger helper hands.
7: Next team on the list would be the Dallas Cowboys. Their flaw would be rush defense. So their thirty-first in defensive success rate against the run meaning opposing offensive stay ahead of schedule or pick up first downs or touchdowns on the ground at the NFL's second highest rate.
2: Tell me the last time the Packers are good at stopping a run. I, okay. I'm just giving you what their weakness No, no, I'm saying it may as well be the logo on their helmet. This has been Joe Barry's problem for how long? They can't stop the run. I don't remember the last time they were able to. You're 100% spot on. The other thing is still inexperienced QB making his debut on the road. Are we sure Jordan Love is ready for that? No. Uh, but yeah. no, they can't stop the run, David. You win. Next team on the
7: list would be the Ravens and their flaw, which uh, no, is their not a
2: quarterback lot. never shows up in the playoffs. No,
7: their flaw would he be. He pulls a Michael Penix. It would be fumbles. It says the Ravens have fumbled 13 times across their 13 victories. Uh, They've lost the ball eight times in their three losses.
2: Yeah, it's Lamar in the playoffs. Okay, that's your fatal flaw. It's your weakness. Until you show up and do it in the playoffs, that's the weakness. And, again, I fully expect this is the year Lamar gets it right. This is the year he gets to a Super Bowl. But his playoff numbers
4: are ass. Yeah, because when the the Ravens lose, man, they look – Bad. Awful. It's Helpless. Like, right. It's not even like a close game. It's like, wait, that's the Ravens?
7: Yeah, so then the 49ers' biggest flaw would be, of course, interceptions, because in nine, I'm sorry, in their four losses, Purdy's thrown nine interceptions, which is an interception rate of seven point five.
4: Yeah. I was gonna say Purdy is Purdy's their weakness. If you can if you can stop him from going out there and having to take over the game, you can win. If you can rely on Debo and McCaffrey and all that's fine. But if he has to win the game like on Christmas night? No. No, no. Long night.
7: So that is your playoff edition football today.
9: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.
8: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,